From the beginning, God designed marriage to be two individuals joining together as one. Man and wife should be stronger and better as a team than as two individuals alone. In today's episode of All God's Women, we continue our Love Lesson series with the marriage of Priscilla and Aquila, who so beautifully illustrate the concept of two becoming one. Hi, and welcome to All God's Women. I'm Sharon Wilharm, your host for the show, and I'm excited to take you on a journey through the Bible, one woman at a time. We look at women you've heard about all your life and women you've never heard of. Each has a story to tell, and I love sharing them. Together, we discover life lessons we can take away from each of these ancient women and apply them to our modern-day lives. Join us each week for the latest episode of All God's Women. Priscilla is mentioned six times in the Bible. Each time, she and Aquila are mentioned together as one. Everything they did, they did together, with no distinguishing between the two. The Bible doesn't provide much background on Priscilla. Her name means worthy or old-fashioned. She is assumed to have come from a prominent Roman family. She and Aquila were Jews living in Italy, But when Claudius ordered all Jews out of Rome, the couple moved to Corinth. It was there that they met Paul. Like Paul, Priscilla and Aquila were tent makers. When Paul came to Corinth, they invited him to stay with them and work together. While in Corinth, Paul taught in the synagogue every Sabbath. We can imagine the three of them delving into scripture and enjoying deep theological discussions while tent making. When Paul moved on to Syria, Priscilla and Aquila went with him. They set up a house church in Ephesus. At some point, Priscilla and Aquila risked their lives for Paul, and he expressed his gratitude to them. They later ended up back in Rome and started another house church there. Priscilla and Aquila faced a good amount of trials during their marriage. They were kicked out of Italy and had to start a new life in a new land. When they followed Paul to Ephesus, they packed up their life and started anew again. At some point, they moved back to Rome. It couldn't have been easy moving so many times, but Priscilla took it all in stride, following God wherever he led and serving him wherever she could. During Priscilla's time, most women were homemakers. They didn't hold outside jobs and they didn't serve in outside ministry. But Priscilla not only took care of their home, but she worked alongside her husband in the tent-making business and opened her home to house guests and weekly parishioners. To say Priscilla was hardworking would be a serious understatement. Priscilla and Aquila were passionate about their faith and invested in sharing the good news of Christ's coming, crucifixion, and resurrection. Then a prominent speaker came into town preaching doctrine that was incomplete and therefore misleading. What were they to do? This man was a brilliant elocutionist, respected and powerful. Should they let him continue speaking in error or confront him? They chose to pull him aside and gently share with him the full story of Christ. Although Priscilla was a woman, she participated in the conversation and yet she knew how to speak in such a way as to inform without offending. 
And then the biggest struggle. Though the Bible doesn't give us any details, Paul tells us that Priscilla and Aquila risked their lives for him. What did they do? Did they hide him? Did they snuggle him away from danger? How were they endangered? What were the risks? One struggle that might be overlooked is the fact that Priscilla and Aquila were childless. Every couple dreamed of having offspring. Oftentimes, women especially lose sight of their faith when they get consumed with wanting a child. They feel second class without one. But Priscilla and Aquila focused on what they had rather than what they lacked. Without children, they took advantage of the ability to move around, to serve, to work, and to minister freely without constraint. Through Priscilla and Aquila's struggles, we're able to see Priscilla's strengths. She was flexible. Though she may have put down roots, she was willing to uproot herself and plant herself wherever God led her. She was a helpmeet. She was there for Aquila, following him wherever he led and serving him however she could. Whatever he needed, she did what she could to make it happen. She worked hard. Priscilla didn't limit herself to what was expected of her. She went far above and beyond. Whatever needed doing, she jumped in and did it without complaint. She took risks. Priscilla viewed life as an adventure to be lived for the Lord. She didn't sit around feeling sorry for herself. Instead, she embraced whatever situation God placed her in and served with her whole heart. Priscilla and Aquila represent the Christian ideal in marriage. It's not about flowers and cards and candlelight dinners. It's about love, respect, and service. We see in Priscilla and Aquila a couple who put others before themselves. They lived selflessly, focused on how they could serve rather than how they could be served. We see in Priscilla and Aquila a team who knew how to play well together. They knew each other's strengths and weaknesses and worked within them. They weren't competing with each other. They complemented each other. As a strong Christian woman, I find the story of Priscilla and Aquila to be so encouraging We often think that a biblical marriage is all about submission and serving, and they certainly play a role. But we see in Priscilla a woman who was in complete submission to God, which made it easy for her to submit to her husband. She understood the importance of serving God, which meant she was willing to serve her husband as well as those who congregated at her house. If your idea of love and romance is warm fuzzies, you may not be impressed by Priscilla and Aquila's love story. But warm fuzzies are temporary. Life isn't always pretty. Sometimes it's downright ugly. True love is having someone by your side on the dark days. It's knowing that even though you have to leave the only home you've ever known, it doesn't matter as long as you have your loved one. It's knowing wherever you go, you can depend on each other. It's working tirelessly long into the night, appreciating the beauty of getting to work side by side with your spouse. It's understanding that you each have your strengths and weaknesses. And rather than focusing on your strengths and your partner's weaknesses, you concentrate on their strengths and your weaknesses. True love is keeping your eyes upward, putting God first, and your husband and family above yourself. 
True love involves selflessness and sacrifice. It's not easy, but it's worth the work. Lord God, thank you for the gift of marriage. Thank you for companionship, for providing us partners to do life with. Help us to be the helpmeets we were designed to be. Reveal to us those things we are doing that are harmful to our relationship. Open our eyes to fully appreciate the wonderful qualities of our spouse. Fill us with overflowing love for our loved one. Forgive us those times we lose sight of our roles and get caught up in selfish demands. Help us to overcome the challenges that we're facing in our marriage. Help us to be like Priscilla and Aquila, serving you side by side in whatever it is that you ask of us. We love you so very much. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. That concludes this episode in the Love Lesson series. Tune in next week when we look at Elizabeth and Zacharias, an example of mature love. If you enjoy All God's Women, can you do me a favor? Can you take a moment to let others know? If you're listening on Apple Podcast, Podcast Addict, or Podchaser, you can leave a rating and review. On Spotify, you can leave a rating. And CastBox lets you heart episodes and leave comments on individual episodes. If you're listening directly on the All God's Women website, you can still go to one of those apps and rate and review. The easiest is Podchaser since it's an easily accessible website rather than an app. I also love to hear from listeners. Were you touched or impacted by an episode? Please let me know. It's always nice to have a glimpse into how God works behind the scenes. Thank you so much for your faithfulness and support. Until next week, goodbye. If you enjoy listening to All God's Women podcast and radio show, you're going to love my brand new Women of Prayer Bible study. Get to know the character of God by studying the prayers of women in the Bible. Grab your copy today, available in paperback and Kindle.